right. So this is What the Fork, exploring the good place unofficially. I'm Jared Duran. <laughs> I'm Jason Kyle. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, we are at What the Fork Pod. And you can also email us at whattheforkpod at gmail.com. You can, uh, well, if you're listening to the show, obviously you found it. I can't believe I was going to plug where you can listen to it. If you're <laughs> listening to it, you're listening to it wherever you listen to it. Um, but uh, what? Um, there was something else. Oh, I was thinking of seeing what was available number-wise for like a voicemail line through Google. See if people like wanted to call in and leave a voicemail. Oh, um, because I, I now having listened, I caught up all the way through uh, Matt and Dory's excellent adventure, and I like hearing the the voicemails. And there's you know voicemails on the next conversation too. Um, I kind of like that a little bit. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I'll, I'll see what's out there, and then uh, post about it. And if people are interested, they can they can do it. And if not. I don't know. What they do, do that for um, how did this get made? Do they? Yeah. So Paul Shear has a voicemail. Okay. And it's not about the show at all. It's about ask Paul Shear something. Ah. And he usually comes up with a Woody Shear ask response, <laughs> which, um, which is <laughs> just just off the grid. <laughs> um. I, I do want to take just a moment and apologize for the sound quality of the first episode. Um, which is interesting because I listened back to it and I hate listening back to myself. I really do. But I'm like, this is the first episode I want to listen back to it. And I was listening to it in the car. I'm like, oh my God, this awful feedback from the, the channel that had the, um, the Netflix audio. And, um, and it was funny because at some point in that first episode, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. There's this feedback I'm going to have to edit out when I before I post the podcast. And I did not edit it out. Um, so I did clean up the audio, and it sounds a million times better. And you can hear the cleaned up version on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spreaker. I have not figured out how to get it to refresh to the new audio file on Spotify or Google play. Um, and I, everything I've read says that you have to manipulate the XML file slightly in the mm-hmm. URL for the episode so that it refreshes because it, um, this is talking some serious deep podcast shop here, but it caches the audio file when it posts originally. So it's pretty much stuck there until, uh, unless you make a change and force it to refresh. Um, and Spreaker doesn't give you access to edit the full XML. You can edit like tags and stuff, but, um, the full XML file is not editable. So, um, that I've seen anyway, and I, I will have to look deeper into that. I've just not had the time, but absolutely no idea what you just said, (laughs) but I will confess I have not listened to our first episode yet. But your wife listened to it. But my wife has listened to okay. it. Okay. And what is Long time listener, long time supporter. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's our biggest what the forker fan. Cool. Uh, are we gonna call maybe our followers the what the forkers? Um much like f- Papa Marin does. I, fork buddies. Fork buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I like fork buddies. Uh, <laughs> um Done. Yeah. All right. Uh, she did. Um, my wife were... did uh, tell me that uh, 
I made a grave error on episode one. What is the grave error? First of all, let's let's sort of uh, reboot a little bit and say, what up, Fork Buddies? Um, <laughs> okay, so what was your grave error? Apparently, I got Mochi and uh, uh, Lychee yes. mixed up. And I remember wondering at the time if you were referring to, to Lychee, because with Mochi not so much being a fruit. Well... I don't like lychee because it is a fruit and I should. So, and I have problems with textures, so I don't like fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, most fruit. I like apples. I like bananas. Um, but anything uh, that uh, like an orange or just kiwi, I do not like. And it's just a texture thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't like um, fruits posing as vegetables. <laughs> That would be your cucumbers <laughs> and your tomatoes. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm getting better though, because I would there was a long time where I wouldn't even eat salsa. Um, but I like salsa now. And I will eat dried tomatoes. It's so sun dried tomatoes, you yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that my two year old eats fruit all the time and I have to act like I like it. <laughs> so yeah, well, because you know, at least with your child, you want to instill uh, nutritional values, I yes. suppose. But. I don't want to pass on my uh, my hatred of fruit onto my son. <laughs> uh, don't uh, inform his bias. Yeah. Yes. So I want him to like all things. So he eats kiwi like the Dickens, and I just can't. And I also don't like watermelon. I just. Don't. I want to jump in and say that I. Well, first of all, you just mentioned two fruits that are currently in my refrigerator. Okay. Um, and to the kiwi and watermelon uh, boards, respectively, uh, I personally support you. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, I will be happy. Yes. <laughs> watermelon <laughs> board. The, yeah, the watermelon <laughs> board is into sponsoring podcasts, I'm sure. So, and I have to mention the guacamole board. We, we need your support, too. The guac, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So my wife listening to the podcast pointed out the error mm-hmm. uh, of the lychee and mochi. And uh, as we were talking before we started recording that uh, apparently mochi is, I should like mochi. And she went well, to- I, I don't want to say that anybody should like anything. I just want to, yeah. I just want to say that I do uh, get myself into a little bit of trouble. I think when, um, because if I really like something, I really want everybody to like it yes. and don't understand why they don't. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's a personal failing, but also <laughs> it's something I'm working on. And uh, and I think that you're, you're, uh, while your opinion on mochi may be wrong, I can be accepting of that. I appreciate that. <laughs> See, look, we're, we're building bridges. <laughs> um, but uh, so she... Uh, Went to Trader Joe's yesterday and mm-hmm. bought like these ice cream mochi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm and, very familiar. Yeah. And, because I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried it and I just, I just did not, I don't like it right now. Yes. And if you're just tuning in, Fork Buddies, welcome to Mochi Wars. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's funny though. So clearing up the, the, the mochi, uh, we'll call it Mochi Gate. Um, <laughs> I don't, we should probably not call it mochi gate. Um, but so now you know the difference between lychee and mochi and you don't like either one. No, I don't like anything that rhymes with she or G. (laughs) (laughs) 
anything at the yogurt <laughs> topping bar that and that I just don't like it. So. Uh, okay, all right. Give me give me the Kit Kats. I just, I just had some some Zoyu last night with some mochi on top, and it mm-hmm. was quite delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do also want to take a moment and thank um, Tony Machete, who hosts the. Um, he uh, Tony hosts Starving Artist Phoenix, and he does a mini episode every once in a while um, where he recommends things. And uh, he his most recent one actually recommends his podcast. So thanks, Tony. Thanks for thanks to Tony for the shout out. Much appreciated. Um. And uh, I, I do want to put out there also that uh, the second episode, which has obviously already been recorded at the time of, of, of talking about this this third episode here, uh, we will, or we will, I will, since I'm, I'm the one uh, posting it, we'll make sure that the good audio gets up the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be good everywhere. Excellent. And I will probably not listen to that one either. <laughs> I just, you know, it's not unique to either one of us either yeah. um, that we don't like listening to ourselves talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it is it is something that be- I've been forced to do on a pretty much weekly and sometimes, you know, multi, many times a week thing because of editing so many podcasts that have my voice on it. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it's it's not something that I'm ever going to probably enjoy. I may get desensitized mm-hmm. to it, but I, I don't think I don't know anybody who likes hearing. Well, actually, I know plenty of people who like hearing themselves talk, but I don't know anybody who really likes listening to their own voice back on a recording. I know I don't. I whenever I transcribe an interview, especially if it's someone who like I really like, mm-hmm. um, I hear the nervousness in my voice. And the excitement, and it just makes me sound so uncool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I had been wanting to ask you, but we had already jumped into it before uh, I hit record. You, you did also you you watched the the first episode of the new season. I did. I've um, seen it a couple of times now. I w- we watched it once last night. I loved it. I don't think we should talk about it though. No. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. I don't want to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but you and your wife did something interesting that would not be a spoiler. And uh, in comparing the cast of the show to Cheers, yeah, I w- um I was going to say that maybe for the next episode. Uh, okay, we can just do that. because um there's because a, there's a twist. Spoiler that alert: We're recording two in one day. What? <laughs> Okay, so we'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> that's that's the yeah the scheduling of of two people doing you know uh, podcasts and and having also lives outside of that. Um, that's we we certainly aren't the only people to record <laughs> more than one episode at a time. Um, okay, so let's do. We want to go ahead and 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 jump in then. Let's do it. All right. What is what is your um, we to anybody who has listened to the first episode and um, well, and and then the second episode before this, um, the uh, you may be surprised that we have we're more prepared this time, so we're actually going to sound professional and whatnot. All right, can you see that? I can. Okay. 
Um, see, I had it all queued up and ready to go, and it's already uh, so. I'm going to try to get it going and then pause it real quick. Okay, so where do you actually want to start? So I actually had uh, the the first just zinger uh, happens, I believe, around six and a half minutes. Okay. And it's, um, I think it's when Tahani and Eleanor are, Eleanor trying to get recon on Tahani and trying to find out she's a terrible person. Yes. Um, we do... In this opening scene, though, get, um, I do want to play this little bit about the plant here because yes. the plant happens throughout the show. Mm -hmm. In the neighborhood, <laughs> do you get it, Eleanor? Because you know we're all in the same afterlife, so you know I'm always in the neighborhood. <laughs> do you get it? I do, and it's delightful. Anyway, this is for you. Just a housewarming plant is a little reminder that if there's ever anything that you need, I am right next door. How could I possibly forget? Have a great day, Tahani. Oh, Tahani. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. Even though we all arrived here at the same time, here's some dirt I put in a bowl because I'm amazing. I thought it was kind of a nice gesture. Oh, cheaty. It's a total con. I see through her little act. Her act of being a nice person who brings you gifts? Bingo. Okay, I'll, I'll remind you that you're trying to learn how to be a good person. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should return the favor. Bring her something. Oh, so now I'm supposed to be nice and make friends and treat her with mutual respect? Yeah. That's exactly what she wants me to do, Cheaty. Wake up! That that's what everyone wants everyone to do. That's I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I I, I Cheaty I think uh, rewatching this Cheaty might be my favorite character. He is definitely mine. Um, um yeah I, he's just so uh, we didn't start at the beginning this time, which is new for us. But uh, he, the one of my favorite exchanges in this episode is Eleanor saying who died and left and left Aristotle in charge of ethics and she pointing at the board saying, Plato. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the, I, one of, one of Tony's comments about um, us talking about, about the good place is that, the, at least with the first episode, it was us basically just talking about how good the show is. Mm -hmm. And, but it's so fucking good. Yes. <laughs> how can you not talk about how good the show is when there's writing like that in there? Mm -hmm. And that whole, you know, that's, you know, that's exactly what she wants you to do. Wake up. And like, yes, that's literally all anybody wants you to do. <laughs> I have a feeling that 10 years from now, this show... Um, if of course there hasn't been like a nuclear fallout and, uh, all electronic devices have been destroyed mm -hmm. by nuclear fallout, um, which is a possibility, which is a possibility, but I'm optimistic, but should the servers hold and, um, we can, uh, continue to access the good place, mm -hmm. uh, 10 years from now, this will be what lazy teachers will use to teach philosophy, in high school. 
Well, I, I think that's also pretty optimistic to think about teachers teaching philosophy in high school. Yes. Um, and maybe also be uh, also lazy college professors or yes. teacher assistants. Well, so I, you know what? I, I, I haven't, I don't know if I mentioned my my mom was a philosophy major, right? And I have not talked to her about this show. I'm curious though what she thinks because she, you know, was has read, I'm sure, uh, some of the books, if not, I don't know how many of the books, but <laughs> the books that um, that Chidi talks about in the show. Mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, it would that would be interesting. That's fine. I was at the library today and I was thinking, you know, I think I should get uh, one of the books that Judy talks about. And then I thought, I, you know what? No. I, I started reading <laughs> that article that you sent me the link to, um, which I didn't finish, but uh, the writer makes the honest point of not that he's not going to read any of it. Yeah. And I also will not read any of the, uh, of the books that, um, that Judy is talking about. How my speed of philosophy is, um, I have The Simpsons on philosophy, mm -hmm. Seinfeld on philosophy, Woody Allen on philosophy. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? There's, I have a couple others. Um, but the, uh, the basically pop culture and philosophy series that's yeah. that's about as deep as I'll go. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I actually I, I do like discussing philosophy, um, but. I, you know, I took one class in college, and that was that was enough as far as the the deep dive goes for I, me. I took a I took a philosophy class. I took a logic class, and I've seen The Matrix, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen Waking Life. I am Wait, yes, okay, and I have also seen Waking Life, which I think is a is a brilliant film. I, I it's one of my favorite Linklater films. Yeah, it's probably outside Boyhood. Probably my favorite, just because at the end I just just it, the ending is just pretty profound. Mm -hmm. I think it's when I forget who the actor is. I want to say it's Ethan Hawke, but it's probably not. Um, and he talks to the main character. And, yeah, I don't yeah. think Ethan Hawke is in that one. Yeah, I think that's the exception. It may it may be the one Linklater film that. Well, no, because is he in Scanner Darkly? No, I don't think he's in Scanner Darkly either. It's been keep in mind I haven't seen Scare Darkly in like at least ten years. So so there are a few movies that Ethan Hawke is on it. But he is yeah. he is definitely, you know, one of those actors, you know, that's in Link Ladder's uh stable of of uh of recurring mm -hmm. appearances. Yeah, for sure. Hawk's making that comeback. I just yeah, you know what? I haven't seen the one where he is the priest. Mm -hmm. I've heard that that's supposed to be really good. I did. I really enjoyed his performance in uh, in in Juliet Naked. Um, I thought he nailed that. I haven't seen that one yet. And the I think the one you're talking before first reformed. That mm -hmm. I haven't seen that one either. But what did you see him in from this year? Um, uh, trying to. I want to see First Reformed, but the thing is that everyone who tells me they see it and tells me I should see it tells me that they're like just left devastated at the oh, end yeah. of the movie. I'm like, well, that makes me want to see it. Just like, too too real? or It's too, too real and disturbing? emotional. Yeah. yeah. And of course, it's a Paul Schrader movie. He wrote. So then, yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's it means it's going to gonna, like just it, devastate It's going me. to tear you apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much like... Uh, 
I can't say something that's gonna tear you apart now without thinking of a fucking Tommy Wiseau. Um, <laughs> tear me apart, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what a ridiculous human being. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll go to your first um, your first time code here, which, uh, oh, do I want to go over that, though? If you're feeling it, go for it. Okay, I do. So I do most of my time codes in here. Um the, definitely, there there are parts about the the Tahani mm-hmm. uh, Eleanor story, mm-hmm. um, but I was really uh, most interested and thought that the I, obviously the whole thing is good, but the best parts for me were the Michael and Chidi exchanges, yes, um, and the evolution of Janet throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so talking to. Um, so we don't actually have to watch it because he brings it up again later and that's, that's, that's fine. But the, um, but Michael talking about Sheedy's manuscript, mm-hmm. um, and how, how he, uh, you know, he's, was he, he says something about having like read the entirety of, of world <laughs> yeah. literature in, in like, uh, what do you say? What do you say? A, a day or something like that, mm-hmm. and then he says, "But it took me two weeks to read your manuscript, yes. and I still couldn't understand it." <laughs> um, it just, I, it's one of the things that I love about the writing and the performance in this show is that the how pleasantly. Michael just tears Chidi apart. Mm-hmm. He's just so nice about it, <laughs> and he's talking about, uh, uh, you know how, how he had to, I had to read this, you know, same paragraph multiple times just to see if there was anything, you know, <laughs> any way to understand or anything to it, and like just sitting there as a writer, that's like the worst thing that you could yes. like. This is. It sounds like yeah, Michael's. Exchange with Chi sounds like every rejection layer for mm-hmm. every pitch I have ever received. Like, you have a really good idea, mm-hmm. but... I'm sure this has to be an exaggerated form of something one of the writers has actually experienced. Yeah. Uh, because it's just too real. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the, the whole part with... Uh, you're 16 pa- 1,600 pages into the book, starting part two, say, or chapter two, whatever, saying... Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the <laughs> opposite could totally, could be true. Um, okay, so, but moving on past that, and then we've got... Uh, and Jared, I just want to mention, though in our desire to keep our episode, you know, leaner and meaner, mm-hmm. you've been podcasting for, what, three years now? Not to mention, I believe this is the week you took home your second Best of Phoenix. Oh, boy. Yeah. Phoenix New Times yeah, yeah, yeah. for your cultural podcast limited engagement. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, trust your instincts because I'm, I'm the new guy. <laughs> uh, you know what you're doing. No, you know what though? I, I, I think that if I had a criticism of the, of the first, uh, first couple of episodes, listening back to them, that we, we play basically there's too much of us just playing the show and laughing during it yeah <laughs> that uh that it should be much more of a of an actual discussion i yes. think and and that will entail playing fewer parts mm-hmm. um but we do we do skip over the uh scone delivery oh uh, yeah with with uh with with eleanor saying oh these look a little burnt on the bottom and taking a bite 
but they're not. It's just it's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. So um oh, okay. Maybe I do want to play that one part. We'll we'll play the scone part. It's up. In fact, tomorrow I'm actually going door to door to make sure. Okay, now this is the planning of it, so it comes a little later. Keeping calm and carrying on. Oh, is making sure everybody's keeping like calm I'm and carrying on. Here, you know? Here's a brainstorm. Why don't I go with you? I mean, I would love to do my part to help the neighborhood, not to mention get a little bonding time with you, lady. I'm telling you, Tahani's out to get me. Okay, so are you this does about? introduce this the part about the plant, though, <laughs> and it being responsive to to it has Eleanor's to be She just said action, to me, so. I feel like I truly belong here. Well, where have I seen the word belong recently? Oh, yeah, Kaplow. I really don't think she's the type of person who would write this. She is that kind of person, and she did write it. She wants everybody to think she's such a perfect princess just because she's tall and glamorous and has cappuccino skin and curves everywhere. And now I'm complimenting her and kind of turned on. The point is <laughs> she straight up sucks, bro. Whoa. Typical Tahani. Brings us a faulty plant so she can brag about being a better gardener. No, I think this is another way in which your negative actions affect this world. This plant represents your relationship to Tahani. So when you're mean to her, it starts to wilt. Well, then this plant is doomed. Because tomorrow I'm going with her and I'm going to prove to you and to everyone that she is secretly a two-faced, calculating, phony bench. <laughs> yeah. The way Jude the hurts, plant, it, plant is crying. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I'm like, I'm glad we played that part because it's it. First of all, it introduces um, it, Eleanor's uh, hate slash uh, erotically turned on uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> relationship with Tahani, um, and it's the, the you know. Again, talking about what this show does and how how it you know it takes things that I mean this whole, the whole notion of plants being uh, affected by negative energy is not new. Mm -hmm. uh, you know they 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 the they you know have you ever heard Paul Reiser stand up? I a long time ago, back when like stand up was a thing in the eighties. Stand up is still a thing. <laughs> <I> no, <know. laughs> um, but there's there's uh, one of his uh, specials. He talks about they and them, um, you know, and the the whole talking about well, who who recommended this to you? Well, they did. Uh, you know, who who's who's they? I don't know. Ask them. Uh, <laughs> but so I, every time I, I generalize like that, I, that bit pops into my head, um, and. That's which, funnily enough, you know, uh, Paul Reiser's stock seemed to be rising again recently. Oh, Hadn't yeah, heard, like about or from him after he came back with his poorly received uh NBC show that lasted for like two or three episodes before mm -hmm. getting canceled. Um, and then he was suddenly back in like uh Whiplash and doing oh my god, Whiplash, uh, doing. That movie, I mean, that movie just broke me. Yeah. Which is weird because there's like hardly any violence. 
yeah. or any gore or anything, but I think it was on Amy and Ashley's podcast, mm-hmm. Price Finding Kangaroo, where I mentioned that. Which I is another great podcast. Yeah, a great podcast, yeah. FYI. <laughs> um, and uh, where I can't watch that movie again. Really? Um, just because J.K. Simmons's character is just yeah. so devastating. Um, and just to see... And plus, it's the only movie I'll probably like Miles Teller in because apparently he's a douche in real life. Is that right? Apparently, I you know, J.K. Simmons is one of those guys that is. I think he's an amazing actor and has mm-hmm. tremendous range, and he makes such odd career decisions. Yes, he does. Like every once in a while, mm-hmm. he comes out with this with this fantastic performance, and then, um, he just does shit for a while. Mm-hmm. Like where he's still good in it, but the you know like why is somebody like J.K. Simmons an insurance spokesperson? Yeah, you know I don't know. Whatever. I, I, who am I to judge it? it puts the Coen brothers the only make a movie every couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but uh, he was my favorite part of the Lady Killers. Yeah, he um, is the only good part of the Lady Killers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I haven't seen the Lady Killers since I saw it in the theater. When it first came out, and I walked out of that thinking, oh, I thought that was pretty funny. And all I read about it and heard from everybody was that it uh, was about how terrible it was. And I guess, you know, when you take something like that and then also compare it to the original without Guinness, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be compared favorably. But No, and there are highlights of that movie as a, you know, I guess a self-proclaimed expert on the Cohen of War. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are parts of it to like, um, like the fact that J.K. Simmons's character has a suitcase full of Mother Jones magazines in the trunk of his car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to show what a bleeding heart liberal he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing I can – and I like Marlon Wayans in that movie a lot. Yeah. I think he's terribly underrated, and he's another guy that I wish would just do something that suits – where he can stretch it a little beyond yeah. who he is because I think working for a dream, another movie I will never watch again. Yeah. I, yeah. And, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And um, where he's a really good actor, mm-hmm. but he, I think he, his niche is writing sophomoric comedy parody movies. Well, and, that's like Adam Sandler though, too, because yeah. punch drunk love is one of my favorite films. And I think he is so good in that. And I think probably there's, you know what? I at this point I don't know if I can even name another film that I really like him in. Uh, it, but, it's funny because in the article I gave you mm-hmm. uh, about the season three, it's the season three syllabus of the Good Place on TheRinger.com, where one of the movies that they talk about is Little Nicky. Oh, really? Which is probably his first Sandler's first big flop. It, yeah. And I secretly like it. The, the secret's it's out. It's not a secret anymore. It's yeah. not a secret anymore. He heard here first. I like Little Nicky. Um, Harvey Keitel as Satan was enjoyable. Yes. And Reese Witherspoon as an angel is, <laughs> um, is, a, is a casting stroke of genius. I, just, but I, have, I have problems with Reese Witherspoon. I, just, I have. She bothers me. She She's not my favorite. It's probably. The only other movie I like her in outside of election. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there are parts of that movie that are just bizarre. 
like strangely hilarious and the most like it's the most out it's the most am sandler am sandler movie there is yeah like i wonder if he was making it again or if he had made it at a different time if it would have been animated mm-hmm. you know it's yeah and it would fit perfect i mean it wouldn't like it definitely wouldn't like it'd have to be r-rated for sure mm-hmm. um but it seems like he they gave him a bunch of money and they thought oh let's just finally let's do something that we want let's We've got um, the water boys seem to have worked. Let's just go like a step further. Yeah. And I'm sure it was at a time when they were just like, let's let him do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Everything he's done so far has, has made Mm -hmm. tons of money. Yeah. And because I mean, the fact that the water boy made $200 million, which is a stupid movie. I'm sorry. I, I, I come at me about Adam Sandler, I've already said that I think he he has the the chops to be a great actor. Mm-hmm. I think he's demonstrated it. Um, but the Water Boy is just so dumb. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and I like Henry Winkler mm-hmm. and I like Kathy Bates, and mm-hmm. it's just I don't know, it's just so ridiculous. But anyway, please. Oh, hey, I completely lost track of where we were. <laughs> but <laughs> I derailed it with my negativity. That's going to kill somebody's plan. <laughs> But it's it's a good I think the reason why they picked it too is just because it's this it kinda illustrates it's a good precursor to the show because it uh-huh. illustrates the good pl- like what they consider to be a good place. Sure. And kinda um hints at what the bad place is. Mm-hmm. Um what we only hear about from Janet, um right. in like cries and moans and right when she opens her mouth and lets the sound come out of the bad place yes, yes. yeah and i think it, it's episode one where that happens yes yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> eleanor's line of well it doesn't sound awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bear has two heads <laughs> uh okay um but uh, yeah, I, I, I think my point about that, if I if I can if I can pull the one thread that I think still hangs on to my um, original point about the plant, um, it, it just it's it's you know they also you know they could have just blown it out of the water and made it ridiculously over the the top, but it was it, it was subtle enough I think, and just the the idea that. I, yeah, that in the good place the plant will cry too. That is just <laughs> weeping a little bit. Uh, okay, so we get to your your time code of six minutes yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, I think this is when yeah, Tahani and okay, they're Elmer. out on their sc- their scone run. Yep. Okay. Did you ever uh, skim a little off the top for yourself? Oh, gracious, no, no. Every penny was accounted for, and. As I raised nearly $60 billion, it's quite a lot of pennies. <laughs> but I also dabbled in some other professions. I, I was a model, a museum curator, an it girl, and... Oh, I was Baz Luhrmann's muse for a while. That was quite fun. <laughs> Modeling? That's a crazy life. Want to tell me about that rock bottom you probably hit? Well, I didn't really do it for long. Couture just doesn't fit my body. I'm cursed with ample bosom. <laughs> oh, this is silly. So Tahani means congratulations in Arabic, and Aljamil means beautiful, so my full name altogether means... Congratulations, beautiful. Thanks, Eleanor. Big flirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it's... Hey, babe. Oh, right here. This is your part? Okay. This is oh, this, right. too. 
Oh, Andy's coffee. Uh, we shouldn't go there. Everybody's boycotting. Yeah, I know. That one guy found a scorpion in his latte. I don't really care, though, because it's so close to here. No, 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 no. It's because he's sexually harassing people. Mm. Look, a journalist went undercover for an interview and recorded him. Here, watch. Here's the thing, sweetheart. You were very qualified, but you're also what we call in the coffee shop game a, a, a dog face. You're a three, and you have to be a nine to work here. It's just math. So I didn't get the job? <laughs> no. Dogface, you didn't get the job. Friend. All right, I'll check your references. Just to be Hey, my nice. breasts. I'll check them. Oh, they're good, honk. I mean, this guy's a monster. We can't support this guy. Okay, hey, you're not better than me just because you won't support a guy who grabbed a boob once. No, I'm just saying we shouldn't go there. We can get coffee somewhere else. Did you know your left reference is a little bit bigger than your right reference? It's not a bad thing, it's just a, it's a thing. <laughs> This is the perfect hobby for okay. GD. Okay. So this is the next part I wanted to talk about. Okay. So what? Um, so I, I'm I'm amused at the fact that um, Tahani is Baz Luhrmann's muse. I I was amused that she included It Girl as mm-hmm. a thing that she had accomplished. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was an It Girl for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Was... And uh, again, it proves my point that uh, Tahani is the NPR sponsor of the Good Place, where. Yes. Um, Everything she does, she thinks is in the greater good of giving unbiased journalism to the world, but um, she has to brag about it. <laughs> um, but um, the thing about the corporations, like uh, Eleanor and her boyfriend's exchange about the unscrupulous coffee shop owner. Mm-hmm. It's, have you ever had that like discussion uh, like in your home where – you know you shouldn't go to Chick-fil-A or you know you shouldn't go to Starbucks. Yes. Like you shouldn't go to all these corporations because they have unscrupulous practices. But like, I, I'll be honest. I, I, I still go to Starbucks. Um, but you know what? They, they, they pay for their people's college. I, you yeah. Know? Um, I, I, I have had those discussions. I, it's not hard not to go to Chick-fil-A because, because Janelle and I are vegetarian. Right. Um, but, you know, like, uh, no Jimmy John's, no Papa John's, any of the John's, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's – that's uh, I, I, th- I feel like that it's um, – I'm in the boyfriend's camp, I guess. Mm-hmm. You got to try. And yeah. if, you f- if you find that there is, um, you know, some – some you know horrible behavior on the part of of either the corporation as a whole or its its head um i why with especially with so many options out there why support the one that has uh being nice questionable ethics mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm, I'm never going to go to a Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Uh, n- not that I know if if, I, if I've ever had need to go to a Hobby Lobby, except for the fact that um, I I did decide to build um, uh, start building model ships from Star Trek in order to uh, have some sort of uh, add a new hobby that I can relax during. Which it turns out it just stresses me out more because uh, when I get to the painting part, I'm always like you know. Anyway. Um, it's, I mean, I s- still go to Starbucks, too. Mm-hmm. I have gone to Chick-fil-A. Um, and, yeah, I know. And I feel guilty about every time. And I still, 
I mean, we still occasionally order Papa John's. Like, and it's, but as Eleanor, I'm sort of in the Eleanor camp where like everyone does something unscrupulous. Right. And at what, like, like pretty soon I'm not going to, and pretty soon I'm just going to not be able to order pizza anywhere. It seems like, cause there's always some unscrupulous person. I'm not going to get coffee anywhere. There's, there's that risk. So, and I guess I should be like the boyfriend and I should at least try. And I'm trying. I, I haven't or, or had Chick-fil-A. I, I feel that I think that a good example of that is the is the Uber thing, right? Mm-hmm. So we stopped using Uber when we needed to to, mm-hmm. to get a rideshare thing. Um and uh started using just Lyft then. Mm-hmm. But then I heard from people that Lyft doesn't treat its drivers particularly well either. So mm-hmm. then, you know, really the responsible thing, oh, and what are we going to do? Order a taxi? Forget that. Um, right. but, <laughs> sorry to the taxi industry, <laughs> but you do good yeah. work. Taxi drivers. Yeah. <laughs> Stay strong. Um, <laughs> that's, there goes our taxi demographic. <laughs> Anyhow, there goes our plan to have what the fork play and the taxis around Phoenix. Oh, well, and now Uber's out. Yes. And, uh, anyhow, it's, you know, it's still the responsible thing to, you know, you know, if, if it's, um, you know, if you're in a situation where you shouldn't be driving to get a, a, uh, a ride home somehow. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're faced with that, what do you, what do you do? You, you mm-hmm. do, there's, you know, I think the higher moral, um, moral, uh, prerogative there, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, it is, it's such, <laughs> such a landmine. And I'm sure that it, it just seems like we're so hyper aware of anything. I was listening to on my run this morning, I was listening to, uh, uh, our friend Jason Woodbury's conversation uh, with Robin Hitchcock and Hal Gelb and um, Steve Wynn. Okay. And it's a fucking great conversation, by the way. Go check it out. Um, it's, but uh, who was it that was, um, I think it was Robin Hitchcock that was saying that because they were, they were talking about how difficult it was to, um, you know, I think Hal Gelb was mentioning in particular how difficult it was to um, to get new music and hear what other bands around the country were sounding like. So, you know, not really knowing what the L.A. sound was like, Tucson bands, you know, uh, emulating what they thought it was supposed to be like or that sort of thing. And I think Steve Wynn said something about, um, you know, reading... Uh, or maybe it might've actually been Woodbury that was saying, but one of them said, uh, talking about reading reviews and imagining what the music sounded like before you could go and pick it up. And then, you know, having to, uh, uh, kind of, uh, rectify the difference between what you thought it would sound like and what it does sound like, uh, later. Mm -hmm. But, um, but the, the point of that being, um, that, it seems like a luxury now to not have so much information. Like mm-hmm. we're overloaded with information and there, this sort of behavior in companies had to have been going on before 
there was so much availability of the knowledge of it mm-hmm. um, before things are are just by you know and and I think the transparency is great. I, I would rather be more informed, but it does make it difficult to make the choice of where you're going to get your coffee. Mm. It's turning us all into cheaties. Yes, but at the same time too, and I'm thinking of a. I had a conversation with a member of a film festival. And the film festival was sponsored by the Weinstein Company, just really? as Harvey had just gone some charges. And we're, one of the questions I had for this person is like, so with everything that's been going on the last few months, because it was just a few months at the time, uh, do you, why are you like, why do you still support? Are you still supporting showing his films at your film festival? Mm-hmm. And she made a very good point is that I can't, I can't uh, stop the work of hundreds of people who've put like their creative and laborious energies into making these films because of the abhorrent actions of one person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she did not apologize. Uh, you know, she did not like excuse Harvey's Weinstein's um, behavior at all. She mm-hmm. condoned it, hor- you know, horribly. Um, and but she at the same time, she's like, but there are four hundred people who like thousands of people who put their work into the into a movie. Sure, and like I, they have a voice and there should be some people should still see it. And I mean, she, that was a good point. I mean, I can't not watch like a Miramax movie ever again, or I can't watch another Weinstein movie right. ever again. Well, and I don't think <sighs> that I, you know, because many of the people who were involved in those films who were victims of his behavior mm-hmm. would not want you to not watch their movie again. Right. You know, so that's, I mean, you have to take that into consideration as well. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can choose where I get my chicken nuggets from at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, and I do try to be a little more socially conscious of where I do get my chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm, I, I know you're a vegetarian, but they are building a raising canes like right by my house. And yeah, just over there on seventh street and Bethany home or yeah. something or right around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, as far as I know, there's no unscrupulous thing going on other than the killing of chickens, unfortunately. But, um, yes. But yeah. um, the murdering, murdering <laughs> meat is murder. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it's, but um, I mean, there are people who work at Papa John's who, I'm sure, get paid decent money, and it could be the only. They don't get paid decent money. They're probably not. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm cautiously optimistic that <laughs> Papa John's. But is. yes, I to to your point, you know, that is, you know, I don't know. There are only so many opportunities for jobs out there, and it's it's tough, and you know, mm. but. I, you can also look at it from the standpoint of, uh, you know, what's more, what ends up being more important to you personally, because mm-hmm. I, time has shown that really the, as many people that are going to not go to someplace because of how they feel, um, about the, the morality of the people running it, mm-hmm. uh, there are going to be 
more than enough people to support it who don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, I should also point out too that I think there's a difference between people who don't get Chick fil A because of what it represents mm-hmm. as opposed to people who burn their Nikes over some dumb ad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I should point out that the ad is not dumb. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, the ad is the ad's not dumb at all. Yeah, I really like the ad. Um, but that's yeah. It's got deep. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, I, I do like the I if if there's a point to be made, it's that um, you know we should question. <laughs> A, a company that that has their shoes made by small exactly. hands in China. So yes, exactly. Um, okay, so this was actually my first time code. Here was this first um, exercise in trying to get uh, Chidi interested in a new hobby, and uh, and this first one here being your neighborhood stretches way beyond what you've already <laughs> seen, and you can map it, revealing all of the mysteries like an explorer. I see how that might be fun. Uh, but uh, exploring makes me nervous. I have what doctors call directional insanity. I once Could you look up to see later. if directional so, insanity exactly was an actual thing? I'm going to right Columbus now. is in the bad place because of all the raping, slave trade, and genocide. <laughs> the fact that it makes you nervous is exactly why you should do it. You know, I So one of the reasons, I, I love all of the things they try to get Cheaty to do, or that Michael tries to get Cheaty to do, but really, it's just it's 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 a showcase for for Janet as the cheerily, you know, in this instance, cheerily explaining why uh, why Columbus is in the bad place. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's such a brilliant exchange. Mm-hmm. Apparently, directional insanity is something that was just made up. Just made up for the show. <laughs> yeah, because I I was wondering if I had it. I was I was going to check the DSM four, um, or whatever they're onto now. Is it the DSM five at this point? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Anyhow, get out of your comfort zone. Become a trailblazer. Fun fact: All deceased <laughs> members of the Portland Trailblazers basketball team are also in the bad place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about this. But there's no explanation of why specifically the Portland Trailblazers. Somebody hates the Trailblazers on this <laughs> I, show. I wrote down and I said, I'm so upset that if Clyde Drexler passes away, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's going to be conquered to the bad place because he played for Portland. <laughs> so I steered her away from colloquialisms and into fun facts and trivia tidbits. I thought it'd be more in her wheelhouse. Fun fact, a wheelhouse is a part of a boat. Okay, thank you, Janet. Thank you. Fun fact, Janet is me. All right. <laughs> Plenty more ideas for hobbies. Let's walk back to town, shall we? Okay. Wrong way. <laughs> well, Glenn, we just wanted to make sure you were all right. Okay, my my next one isn't until um, isn't until ten o three. So, did you have? No, I don't think I have anything up until that point. Okay. Um, if we come across the scone bit, I'll stop for that. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the but scone. They're bit. not. Hmm. Oh, fork. That's good. Extra. Extra. Okay. Well, <laughs> read all about you. Cheaty, this is the perfect hobby for you. Journalism. 
well. Obviously, I, I like to write, but I don't love deadlines. I prefer to take my time with things. Yes, I know. Uh, you never even named your dog, did you? When it ran away, you, you posted signs saying, responds to long pauses. <laughs> Look, Chidi, I'm just trying to find you a, a hobby that, that, that will bring you a positive experience. Well, what do you say? I'm loving that hat on you. It would look even better on my floor. What is happening now? I suggest that she be friendlier. She seems to have slipped right into overt sexuality. I got something you could slip into. Oh. Janet? No. No, Janet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, again, just Janet slipping into overt sexuality. <laughs> yes. Um, and just the abject fear on Chidi's face. Um but yes, I, I really, really am enjoying Michael's attempts to to get Chidi interested in something other than writing. And I like the fact that journalism is thriving in in, in the, the good, good place. place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I have something briefly at eleven thirty, and then eleven thirty four. Um, yeah, I think the only thing I had is. Um, I think this is the part where she steals Tahani's diary. Which I think that that is included. Oh, yes, okay. because I wanted to highlight who the um, who the diary was, had the foreword by. Yes, I did too. <laughs> which, okay. So Tahani goes off to yoga or something here. And Eleanor's looking for the dirt on Tahani. The diary of Tahani Al-Jamil. And the foreword by Malala... And Kylie Minogue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which implies also that Malala and Kylie wrote it together. Yes. In collaboration, which I think is fantastic. I I enjoy that so much. And as a fan of Kylie Minogue, I guess. <laughs> Who, um, I'm a fan of her, her work with Nick Cave. Yes. Um, but yeah, beyond that... Um, so she's, she's got some... I, I, I like her pop music. I, okay, I, I'm okay. uh, I, as much as I tried to be cool and like, uh, I'm cool. There's just, there's no yeah. reason to, to pretend about being cool. You just like yeah. what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. So this actually, we could, I could just keep this playing for a little bit. Um, Okay. Oh, this is where it leads into the welding. welding. You can learn sculpture, you can make furniture, you can get your hands a little greasy, you know, and you make things. This equipment is very scary. Don't be a baby. It can't hurt you. Watch. I'll blow torch your face off. Janet. Whatever. This whole thing is stupid. Oh, brother. I told her to be less flirty, and now she's cruel and distant. <laughs> I just can't get this right. Thank you for trying to find me a new hobby. Uh, but... I just want to be an academic. I want to keep working on my manuscript. Chidi, here's the thing. See, I, I read your whole book, all 3,600 pages of it. It's, um, how shall I put this? It's a mess, dude. Hey! She's right. See, Chidi, I can read the entirety of the world's literature in about an hour. This an took hour. me two weeks to get through. I mean, it's so convoluted. I just kept reading the same paragraph over and over again, trying to figure out what the heck you were saying. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> on, on, on page 1,000, <laughs> you start section two with the sentence, 
Of course, the exact opposite might be true. You're a brilliant <laughs> guy, Chidi, but you just kept revising and rewriting and adding words to your title. I think you just twisted yourself up into a knot. I have a very bad stomach. Which <laughs> <laughs> is Chidi's catchphrase. <laughs> Pretty much, Chidi's catchphrase is, I have a very bad stomach ache. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so everything that I was talking about with Michael's criticism of, of Chidi's work happens in that one scene, pretty much, except when he goes back um, to, to talk to, to Michael in his office again. Um, and, um, oh, is this where... Is this, did we skip over the? No, it's at 13 and a half minutes. Uh, I think that's what, I, that's, I did have, see, that's the problem with having time codes that I can't read, is, <laughs> is, is this is 1329. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we can, this is, of course, where, where Cheaty needs some, some reinforcement that he's, <laughs> you know, he's a good teacher, and uh, Eleanor tries to give it to him. But she's also concealing the fact that she stole the diary, mm-hmm. in which point Chidi is is now like, I am not a good teacher because you are not, um, not not doing anything or not uh, All the mean becoming and terrible good, things but... she's definitely done, so I can prove she's actually evil. <laughs> <laughs> and the plant is ablaze. Yeah. What do you think that means? <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And that's like the one biblical reference, like obvious biblical reference in this show so far. So far, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. the burning bush, um, uh. which is the, um, which as I wrote down, this is the best burning bush metaphor I've seen since the movie Pleasantville in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's seeing that, that bush just catch on fire is, is fantastic. Um, okay. So, which have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? It's oh, Reese Witherspoon again. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, and and I have mixed feelings about Tobey Maguire, but I have seen Pleasantville probably not since 1998. Yeah. Um, so it's been a long time. I remember, I remember liking it. I remember really liking it. Uh, and um, I just saw it was weird to have like, the, of course, the burning bush happens because in a PG 13 movie. Joan Allen masturbates in a tub <laughs> um, because she's discovered herself. Ah, yes. Well, <laughs> yes. And, and herself. Um, let's see. What did I have next? Um, uh, da, 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 um, I think. Um, Oh, I, so I remarked, I, I took a note to myself that I love the line uh, that one of the knocks against Tahani is that she might be a little British. Um, or who is that? I think it's, maybe it's actually, maybe it's it's Chidi who says that in her defense. Like, you know, saying the nice things that she does, but, uh, and she might be a little British, but um, I thought that that was, that was great. <laughs> I did, um, I did... Also, take note of the uh, of the booping. Yes, <laughs> which which you know, just uh, Eleanor's increasingly annoyed reaction, which nobody likes to be booped for no. one ever. I've never in the history of booping. I don't think anybody's actually enjoyed being the recipient of the boop. Yes, I think it was in the first episode where I mentioned that 
my two-year-old son does not like to be booped, and yet I boop him anyway. See, you're the Tahani. I am the Tahani. <laughs> I'm such a Tahani. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, but, okay, so we continue on. Um, I, I guess I, I just, the Eleanor's reaction to the final booping of just the, like, <laughs> batting at her nose, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, that's it's a very, like... Her reaction is very much like a, like a cat's reaction to getting booped, you know, yes. like that, that would be, um, and okay. So what do we have next? I know, I think I have something at 1530. I think that's when I did too. Okay. Um, because that's when, uh, oh, because that's when we're back into Eleanor's past. Right. Um, okay. I think that that's about there. DUIs. Guess we can't cheer for that team. Eleanor. I was you know a coyote. Instead, by the way. let's just stay in, watch a Roman Polanski movie, <laughs> listen to R. Kelly, and eat Chick fil A. Does that sound good? There's bad stuff everywhere, man. It's impossible to avoid. Yeah, but shouldn't we just try? Shouldn't we just try to do the right thing whenever we can? Why? It's so much harder to live like that, and it's not like someone's keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Right. I'm not an idiot. I read your emails to your dad. Have fun being so amazing and perfect until you die. And by the way, I'm talking really fast because I still go to Andy's coffee and I got a full punch card, bro. So the one thing the- I wrote down about this is that the punch card only has two punches. Yep. Buy two, get the third free. Yes. Which means you're kind of... Like Andy is totally losing money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on this because, as I'm sure you know, like Dutch Brothers, I have to go at least ten times, sure, uh, to get the free drink, mm-hmm. and I have to spend uh, at least fifty to seventy five dollars worth of merchandise to get something free from. Starbucks. But but Andy sticks by his smarmy principles, and if there's a great breast gag, he's gonna use it. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> So I feel like eventually Andy, like if the sexual harassment is not going to take Andy down, his his punch card will. His punch card will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're coming in for the home stretch here, and we've got um, Eleanor. You know, at this point, fesses up and and decides that you know that she's she is going to go ahead and and take the diary back and. And uh, and 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 you know, be good. And then, uh, then we have this kind of final moment where Chidi really makes one of his uh, biggest decisions in the show to date. I want to try again. So, will you be my advisor, Chidi? All I want is for you to be happy. So, if spending eternity getting <laughs> blunt feedback on your circular rambling ideas will make you happy, then of course I will be your advisor. <laughs> Let's throw that monstrosity in the trash and start over. Aren't there maybe some parts worth salvaging? Honestly, man, I don't even know. I mean, that thing is unreadable. I literally learned what headaches were because that thing gave me a headache. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. New beginnings. Well done. Oh, and this bit is important too. Mm-hmm. We, we have our we have our bonding moment. Oh, oh, hello, Eleanor. Oh, sorry, I was just cleaning up. Oh. Are you okay? 
Do you want to talk about it? Desperately. <laughs> it's Jianyu. I just can't seem to connect with him. I know that he took a vow of silence, but he won't even talk to me, his soulmate. And I adore talking. I know. You do. And you don't know what it's like to be in paradise and feel like there's something just not quite right. Well... I may not know exactly what you're feeling, but I do understand. And you deserve to be happy because <laughs> you are an roll. impressive, thoughtful, <laughs> and special person. Not to mention, you have a rockin' bot. <laughs> I mean, Jianyu may be mute, but he's not blind. You two belong here, and you belong together. And you have all of eternity, so there's plenty of time for things to change. Oh, thank you. I really needed to hear that. Come here. Ugh, of course your hugs are amazing. No <laughs> <laughs> stairs. Everyone here was really into hugging. Looks like someone learned something. The flourishing plant. Yes. Well, Even better than when it started. Because someone else is a really good teacher. Elena, hello. How are you, my dear sweet bestie? <laughs> Never better. What's up? Well, Janet has been acting as my assistant. It, it's not what she was designed to do. It didn't go great. But now I'm back to normal. It turns out that the best Janet was the Janet that was inside Janet all along. She was feeling a little lost, so I gave her a self-help book to restore her confidence. Now I'm living my truth and creating my bliss. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, look, Michael asked me if I would serve as his assistant, but I'd quite like to focus on my relationship with Jianyu. So, I recommended you for the job. Eleanor, you and I could work side by side to figure out what's going wrong with this neighborhood. Will you help me? How could I say no? <laughs> I want to know what their their frozen yogurt is made out of because those scenes, it would melt what during now? those scenes. Yes. And we have our big reveal. Relax, yes. Eleanor. You said this to yourself. This is your own guilt manifesting itself. I've been waiting for you. Jianyu? You talk now? You sent me these threatening notes? What the fork, man? <laughs> Some Buddhist monk you are. You don't belong here. Admit it. Okay, you're right. I don't belong here. Michael made a mistake. But I'm trying, dude. I'm really trying to be a good person. And I think I'm changing for the better. So just please, please don't rat me out. Don't worry. I won't. Because I'm not supposed to be here either. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. I have no idea what's going on, and I am freaking out, homie. You gotta help me. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I love I love his performance in mm -hmm. that moment because he maintains this kind of 
very serene, very like even as he is breaking his vow of silence, he still seems like he could be a very wise monk and that sort of thing. And then he it slowly descends into this because I'm not supposed to be here either, and I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out, man. Yeah, freaking out, homie. (laughs) It's when they when he finally gets to homie that it's just uh, he's full Jason at that point. Yes. Yeah. Um, which, uh, uh, for the, you know, spoiler, that's episode four. Yes. Um, which, which we're going to get into here in a moment, but any, any, uh, well now, now I'm going to sound like an NPR. Any, any final thoughts, Jason? Uh, I didn't really have anything else to just see kind of, um, you start to see that again, as we've reiterated in previous episodes that. Something is askew mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, here in the good place, and certainly in Michael's, you know, behavior, mm-hmm. um, he he definitely he maintains a very like cheery, positive, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it, redressing of of Chidi and his 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 mm-hmm. thesis, his masterwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but he 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 starts to be you know a little a little like actually mean in that last office scene where he's like um i literally learned what headaches were from reading your book because it gave me a headache <laughs> um, and like his tone at that point is not the um is not the positively encouraging uh you know uh your your book is crap um michael from from the rest of the episode basically mm-hmm. um but i <laughs> that yeah so <laughs> So it's, certainly, Michael is is showing some some uh, behavioral changes there, and um, and uh, but those, I mean, that's really where you know, if you're watching it through for the first time, you really don't. Um, it's still the sort of performance where you wouldn't recognize it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that. Again, speaking to the performance of these actors and Ted Danson in particular in this role is that he he maintains that Michael behavior for all, you know, even in the subtleties of him, you know, not sounding like an architect of heaven necessarily, Mm -hmm. you know. It's it's uh it's it's really watching the episode the first time, it's just uh Jianyu breaking character mm-hmm. um, in that last moment with Homie, yes. um, that really you know lets you know okay it's not just Eleanor there's there's more going on here than than has been let on in these in these first three episodes. <laughs> the fact that he drops a Homie realizes that he's yeah silence is probably best for him. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. But I you know I didn't notice the first time watching that I probably just caught on with the break in character straight into homie bit mm-hmm. there, but he does a really, really good job that, that actor whose name I don't remember at this point. Oh yeah. Um, of, of still maintaining that sort of, of monk character all the way up to that breaking point, mm-hmm. um, even in his demeanor. And, and that's, that's, uh, one of the reasons the show is so good. Yes, it is. So, uh, we'll be talking about uh, episode four next because that's the next episode in the series. Yes, it is. <laughs> it would be weird if we talked about a different one next. <laughs> um, but, 
as I mentioned at the top of the show, you can uh, you can email us what the fork pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear back from people, uh, feedback on what you think we got wrong, what we can what you think we can do better, not that we'll necessarily listen to any of it. Um, uh, but any differences in opinion or your own favorite moments or experiences of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can tweet at us at what the fork pod, and or if you don't want to tweet us, just follow at what the tweet or what the tweet, <laughs> what the fork pod, uh, and and yeah, I don't know. I'll think about the uh, the voicemail. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review um, so that other people can can find and listen to us. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll we'll get the fork out of here. Sounds good. <laughs> 